Hi, and welcome to Pitch Talk. Today we're going to be talking all about the Brazilian Grand Prix and the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix. I'm Zainab. And I'm Bo. And I'll let's get started. So, Brazil. So, let's, yeah. So we're going to start with Brazil because there were some things that happened there that we should mention. Magnuson Pole, George Wen. Let's start with the qualifying then. Yep. Well, it was a short qualifying at the end. Yeah. It was a really and good one though. It was. I watched it back because I was at work, so I couldn't watch it immediately. So I watched it back. Yeah. And I enjoyed every minute of it. I'm trying to... Um, there we go. Yeah, so what interesting things happened... Um, oh yeah, Leclerc wasn't able to set a time in Q3 at all. So he was 10th. Yes. Uh, Magnuson got pole, obviously. Norris, P4, which is great. Great job from him. Um, don't think any other standout moments from qualifying. No, I think the most things that you could see with qualifying was how how angry, of course, Leclerc was with. I think it was about yeah. tires, too. Yeah. Trying to. F I'm trying to find something about the tires and what they said about it, but all I'm seeing is like Lando and him crashing and. Yeah. Everything. Um, but yeah, I think it, Brazil is definitely such a great weekend. Um, I always like Brazil. Yeah. Fun stuff always happens. It's Brazil. such a great place for a sprint as well. I'm personally still not really a fan of the sprints. Like, I think I'm if you're there, of... then they're yeah. nice to have, like, a qualifying on Friday and a sprint on Saturday. So, like, with watching it when you're actually at track, I think that's fun. That's nice. Yeah. But I think I'm not really a fan of them either, but I have to say Brazil is a great place for them. I think... It... I think they said they were going to do them next year again. Yeah. I'm not sure if that was... Yeah. I think so, too. I think yeah. Brazil will be on it again. Yeah, I think so. But I do think that sprint won't work on every track. No. Definitely not. Be it doesn't work because... on quite a lot of tracks. Because if you look at shorter tracks, like Zandvoort, or smaller tracks, like Monaco... Yeah. You can do a sprint, but it will work. just be yeah. plain and boring. Because you do not have the time to do great overtakes. You need a nice and wide track. Nice, long and wide track to do it. Maybe also one with a lot of speed. Yeah, like maybe Kota would be good. I think Kota would be good. I was thinking about Jeddah too. Yeah, but I feel like that would cause there'd be a lot of accidents. Yeah. Because it's so it tight. Is, yeah. That is true. So with overtaking, it will be a bit harder. Yeah. Um, 
Okay. Anything else about qualifying? Well, I did did. I'm not sure if I heard it because I watched it back, so I'm not sure if I'm mixing two races up here. But I thought Carlos was um, said something on the board radio about the tires too. That he didn't want like because Leclerc and Saints had a different strategy in qualifying. Uh, and I well, wonder it was raining. Yeah, because they were saying it was yeah, going yeah. to rain. And they they put um Leclerc on inserts and everyone yeah. else was on uh was still on the slick. Yeah. Slick. One of the normal tires. I don't remember if yeah. they were on soft or on medium. But, but Leclerc was the only one on inserts. Yeah, yeah and he was angry. asking about it. I mean, I get why you why why you'll be angry about yeah. it. Um, moving on to the sprint race. Yes. Russell wins it. Um, Mick, Mick Schumacher made up quite a lot of places going from last 12, which was, I think that's great from him. It's, it's definitely redeeming himself after a quite bad qualifying. Yeah. I'm picking up the stats again because I need something. <laughs> yeah, there was a sprint. Well, Let's see. Yeah, I think obviously he had such a big, bad qualifying, but um, oh, he did. He really made up for it in sprint. He did, but I must say because I'm now looking at um the board, and I completely forgot. Alonso and Ocon, because they're at the bottom with reasons. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. True. I feel like there is no. They became a team rivalry within each other. They just became each other's rival. Well, in the midfield. Yeah. I feel bad for the team a bit <laughs> to fix that. I think it's that. gonna be similar with Gasly and Ocon though. Yeah, I think like both drivers, like Alonso and Ocon, and soon Gasly and Ocon, they both want the first spot. Yeah. Yeah. I really I am so. curious with the dynamic. I think Gas they'll probably put Gasly as the first driver. I mean, he does have the experience of a Red Bull racing driver from one of the top teams, yeah. even if it wasn't his greatest success. But he did also he win worked with a race. Them for a very long time, yeah. Yeah. It's the same as Nick probably becoming first rifer for Elf Tori. Yeah. So it um, teammate clash. I think there is nothing big about the sprint anymore. Yeah, Magnus are losing no. places. Yeah. The race, Russell, a very dominant race. Yeah. Quite proud of him. Me too. I think, like, Mercedes had such a struggle this year, and this yeah. track, just like last year, it was really in their favor. They were so good on the Brazil track. Mm -hmm. Also, I have very strong words about driver of the day. 
why was Hamilton driver of the day? Like, why? I don't know. Because, I mean, Leclerc literally was in the wall and was last, and then he went up to P4. Alonso started 18 and made it to 5th. Hamilton stayed in the top few spots the whole race. It didn't do anything that exciting. I mean, yes, you can. Of course, it's good that you stay P2 if you, if you, you know, had a good start. But in the what you say, like, Charles actually went into the barrier. Yeah. And he managed to, to keep the car like, intact and there, still continue yeah. his race. I think that's really yeah. hats off. That was really good. I really hope Charles starts a villain era next year. I mean, I I, I said like it to nice, my Dutch but friends. I hope he does. I said it to my Dutch friends, but I feel like his contract is so long for Ferrari, and I was talking with my mother about how Ferrari was once the greatest, and I said, "Yeah, but that's because when they were the greatest, of course." That was also with with Schumacher, and you also heard in the documentary yeah. that he helped the mechanics even after racing everything. He stayed yeah. there. Yeah, they Ferrari needed someone back then to become great, and I feel like they still need that someone. But there was so much time that passed over that. Yeah, that's a whole different era in that. I think also there's a problem with Ferrari really needs to pick a number one driver, stick to it. Especially when they they were in the fight for the title, like those first few races. When you're actually in the title fight, you have to have a number one. To be honest, I thought about this more and more. I actually think it's really weird that they didn't immediately choose Charles to be first driver. Because he was like, what? He was like 80 points ahead at the start. So yes, but he... That would be your number one. Yeah, and also don't get it because he's been with Ferrari for quite some time. So he has the experience yeah. uh, the experience with the team over Carlos. Yeah. So it's a bit... If you think about it back, it's a bit weird I didn't just pick Charles as a first driver. Yeah, I agree. I don't know why they didn't, but they definitely need to improve on that. I think Ferrari has a lot of... um... Oh, I don't get... I'm not getting the word. Oh, how bad. A lot of things to improve. Yeah, they really have to sit around the table and just talk about what went wrong this race, because race season because season. they could have become a bigger part of this championship yeah. and they just they could have won it they had the fastest car for the first half of the season yeah and then they just lost the full momentum when Red Bull's car wasn't malfunctioning again yeah and after that it really just went downhill for them and not even because of a bad car <laughs> <laughs> I think that's even the worst of it. It's not even because yeah. of the car. The car was great in the beginning. Everybody was surprised. 
it's really sad because you know drivers like Charles and Carlos, they can yeah. push it, but you need a full team to do it with. And yeah. if I think are... they definitely need to fire and rehire a few people. Yeah. Well there were some rumors out there. Yeah, about Benotto and Vasseur. Yeah. But I don't know what to think about that. I think it really, it sounds really weird, but and I never know it for sure, but I think it also went about if Charles was going to get P2 or P3 in the championship. And of course, if Mercedes oh. was still going to catch them. It's never, I f it, this is just a thought. It's like a real thought thing, but I do think he'll keep his job now, but he has to improve the team. Yeah. I feel like Toto and Christian especially are great at like motivating the team and like bringing everyone together. You know, they've like been they, in some yeah. really bad spots, but like they've brought it back. I feel like. But Benotto, he's a great engineer. He's not a great team manager and helping people motivate people and that kind no, of thing. No, but I feel like the whole. And this is not hate because I could never do it better. I yeah. have no idea what a pressure even the engineers are under. But yeah. I did like, hear some the parts. Of the... Yeah, because if yeah. you like compare the engineers of Carlos and Charles uh, to Max's engineer, you can hear like, and not even them, but also like uh, Checo's engineer. Yeah. Lambois, he keeps short messages, so it's not distracting. Yeah, and some of the engineers just keep so long, such long messages, or not motivating. Like, you still need four seconds. You still need three. Yeah, I think if you're in the heat of the moment, you don't want to hear how much seconds you still yeah. have to go. It sounds a bit dim, like it sounds demotiv, de, demotivating. I don't think I say that right. <laughs> Unmotivating. Yeah, it's a bit unmotivating. To just hear that constantly, where you're like, you know you have to get that. And yeah. I heard over the board radio is that Ferrari also works with a question, answer system. <laughs> I'd be so annoyed <laughs> in a race if I have to wait to hear question so I can ask something. Oh, I don't know how like to do plan it. C or plan F or plan Z or plan 93? Question. Answer. I like F. Like, <laughs> like, it doesn't work. They need to focus on racing. And I feel like if you're yeah. working with system that is just too long, you're going to get distracted or you're going to have to rethink everything. You just want to drive and you want to know which tactic we're going to get. And if you don't like it, then you can say that. I feel like, like they're making it hard themselves. Abu Dhabi. Well, I do want one more thing about Brazil. Because we okay. talked about it in like our chat. But this is also the race where Max passed Checo at the end a bit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then I think it was turn six was asked to give it, asked to give it back. With yeah. a three second time difference, by the way. I checked it. So, personally, I think, yes, 
Max should have given Checo the place. But at the same time, Red Bull should have not have left it that late to tell him. No. I am exactly with you there. Because I feel like, yes, personally, I would have given it back. But if I heard that board radio, I feel like... There wasn't this much was... time. That also... And Max also implied that they already had this conversation. Yeah. I feel like they were just now trying to get him on the spot to just give it back. But I would never know. But I feel like there's something going on in the situation that was just so bad to put it on the board radios. Also, that should have what I think. Just stay. I think um, like a lot of people have been like blowing it way out of proportion. Like they're all hating on Max for it, and you're like, this is everyone's gonna get angry or annoyed on the radio. Like I'm sure he's likes Checo with the guy. I'm sure they're not enemies, you know? They're they're friends. Exactly. You can still get angry on the radio after doing a two hour race in the heat. Yeah, I wanna that doesn't mean he's being disrespectful. It's just all drivers are like that. I wanna continue on that because for the people that are listening and maybe felt like they were too aggressive, both of them in communicating, they were in so much adrenaline to even have an interview right after the race, post-race interviews, of course you're going to say things that get heated, that get picked up yeah. by the media because you were saying them heated. You ju- you're still full of adrenaline and irritation. They didn't even assess anything yet or rewatch yeah. it or what was going on. They didn't even talk about it. So all those feelings are still penned up inside you. You can't go anywhere with them. And then you get the question else, what did you think? Yeah, well, what I think is not nice. So I'm still going to say it. You know, I feel like a lot of drivers are hold accountable for what they say directly after a race. Like back yeah. back in the year, last season, of course, with Lewis and Max, you cannot blame Lewis or Max for what they say right after a race. They just yeah, lost. Of course they're mad. They wanted yeah. to win. And it's the same with Max and Checo. So I feel like... Some yes, of course, some things you can't say in an interview, but I would never hold them accountable if they say something a bit out of line if they just came out of a race. Yeah, or even on the radio. You don't think about that. You just have all these feelings, all this adrenaline, and you just talk. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, do you want to move on to Abu Dhabi? Yes, I think. We should go to the last race of the season. So a very emotional race for everyone. Yes. Um, I actually what do you want to talk about <laughs> Well, I personally watched it later because I was at work. So the whole chat oh, I yeah. just muted everybody <laughs> <laughs> to not get spoilers. But what am I going to talk about first? Let's start with uh, did not finish us. Okay. Alonso. It was a shame. I think um, it was something with uh, with a water leak, I thought they said. Later on. It was yeah, really sudden. I don't think, yeah. I don't think they fully like 
said whatever it was, but yeah, I think it was something to do with a water leak, which is quite a shame considering they couldn't do their donuts with, you can do his donuts with Seb. Oh, yeah. But that's the same with Lewis's DNF. Yeah. What was his? Was it just floor damage? Well, he first had floor damage, but that was quite earlier on. Early. He, yeah. He, I think something just went wrong because he he just went to the pits oh, no, and it was, was his, gone. It was his um, shift. His, uh, his down shift and his up shift. He yeah, the up shift. Yeah. It was really sad. But we yeah. did get... Um, can you call it a donut? I think it was more of a dance. Because Latifi also yeah. didn't have. Oh, yeah. And I think one thing then that will go absolutely viral was Mick Schumacher's and Nicholas Latifi collision, mini collision. Yeah. <laughs> that was just yeah. pure comedic relief. <laughs> I think I have it um, saved on my phone. Just. Yeah. yeah. Great stuff. Also. On another note, Leclerc, P2, P2 in the championship. It was a great race from him, actually. And nothing it went was. wrong with Ferrari for once. It did it, actually. This was, <laughs> it was really a deserved win for, for Charles here in Abu Dhabi. He deserves P2 in the championship. It's just a shame because he could have gotten it much easier if. Ferrari didn't yeah. mess up. But I do think it's a deserved P2. Yeah. Um, what else is there to say? Well, that means Checo got third. Yeah. Um, honestly, I think Charles definitely deserved P2 more than Checo. But they still did both deserve it. But I think Charles just that little bit more. Yeah, I do agree with that because I do think Checo is an amazing driver and he's done so much for Red Bull. But I do think Charles, when the car was right, he could push he it. Great. So good. Yeah. And yes, it's I do like... think he got in his head sometimes, but he did show that he could be in the running next year if Ferrari gets everything up and running again. Yeah. I think Checo is really like. He's either really good or just not on his game. I feel like I said this before, and that's not because I do, don't think Checo is not an amazing driver. He is an amazing driver. Yeah. He's just not consistent, I don't think. But he's an amazing driver as a second driver. I don't think yeah. if he becomes first driver for Red Bull by magically Max, I don't know, retires. He cannot deliver what Max can because he lacks the consistency no. the first driver has. So yeah. as a second driver, especially what we've all seen, like last year and this year, he's so good at defending. Yeah. But I think his race pace just isn't... It lacks. He lacks yeah. race pace. But you see it in... It sounds so mean. I'm not trying to trash him. Like yesterday, he was on fresher tyres in a faster car than Charles. And he wasn't able to make the push move. It. He couldn't push the car to, to the limit. And I feel like that's really summoning up the full the full season for him. And not that he didn't do great work because he still does. But 
there was so much time difference between Max and Sergio. Kessels, yeah. Just yeah, no, throughout like quite a lot of the races, whenever they've been like P one and P two, you can see how quickly Max is able to pull out from Checo. Yeah. And of course, the car is worked around Max because he won last yeah. year. He's first driver, of course. The second driver will have a little bit more struggles, but it shouldn't sometimes, be that big of a struggle. Sometimes the difference between Max and Checo cannot be just talked right with just a car. It's yeah. also consistency. It's also everything, really. Moving on to the more well, I don't, I don't think it's a positive note, but Seb. <laughs> <laughs> well <laughs> it's so sad because first of all can we just say Mick and Alonzo's helmets the tribute helmets were so sweet yes oh, they were like of course Mick's also German so I feel like it just really worked but Alonso just also yeah. had the full on stripes. I thought that was really yeah. great. It was really respectful because yeah. Alonso, he's, I don't want to say it, but he's hes not really like, he's not really into big displays of like affection and love and all that kind of stuff. He's quite a straightforward guy. Yeah. So him doing a tribute helmet for his rival for many years is just so sweet. I feel like it's also a bit of a media display, I think, from for Alonso, because I do yeah. think he's actually a really nice guy, because every little thing he says sometimes that just gets between cameras. You can yeah. see he just really wants to perform, and I think he will always want to be the best. So sometimes yeah. he gets put in a bad light, but what he did for Seb, I think that really shows how he is, and it was yeah. so sweet. Also, Seb's helmet. I don't know what charity it was for. I don't know. I don't think he said. He just no, said it was going to a good said. cause. Yeah. But I do find that really, really sweet. And just something he would do. Yeah. Oh. I don't have the money for it, but... <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a really sweet thing. Yeah. I thought it was really sweet as well how Alonso went up to Seb before the race and said that you wouldn't attack him too much at the start of the race so that he'd make it through the race. Yeah, I think everybody just wanted to see Sebastian finish the race. Yeah, because it was a shame last year with Kimi having a mechanical retirement. I'm so glad we didn't, didn't get that this it. year. That that are just the saddest way to go out of the sport, and I think this was a great way. Also, that the FYI allowed him to do donuts with the top yeah. three. I think, and they gave that... him that little special place at the end. Yeah, I think Daniel also did donuts, but they weren't displayed. Yeah. Uh, who else did? Mick did, and then he got told off for doing. Them. Oh, that that just broke my heart. 
I know. He, oh, he sounded so crushed. And then that little love you too. I watched it three times, I think, and every time was like, <laughs> oh boy, I'm I'm actually really glad you're going to leave because I feel like and that's no hate to Haas, but I do feel That's not how you, you treat a driver. No. I generally think there is no team that will fully, fully hate on someone, but sometimes it could be toxic without knowing. And I feel like for somebody, someone as Mick, it was really unmotivating. Yeah. Sometimes. And yeah. I do wonder if Mercedes are going to take him as a reserve driver. Or test driver because there were rumors they might. And I, I think Toto also said something. Has he left the Ferrari Academy? Yeah, he did, I think. Oh a while back. That's why his position with Haas was so unclear. Oh no. That's gonna be a driver of Ferrari, but I guess not now. No, I don't think he'll be that. But I did I, think, I did I think, think Toto, Toto said wasn't. something. Yeah, because yeah. Toto also said something about respect for Michael Schumacher. Yeah. So. Also, you won't have heard it, but yesterday on the ra- on um the commentary, they were uh, on the first lap. They called Mick Michael Schumacher, and it just uh it was I don't know on on Sky it just made me feel Sport really emotional. Or... Huh? On Sky Sport. Yeah, on Sky Sports UK. Okay, I'm going to re-listen now. I'm going to re-listen that like, because we have Formula on 1 TV. Lap. But I also listen I in English. So I also have Sky Sports somehow from that. I don't know yeah. how it works. I'm going to re-listen that. Ah, oh, that's good stuff. Anyway, um, is that us? I feel, to be honest, it is. <laughs> I feel like I'm such a hater sometimes. But I thought it was quite a boring race in the beginning Abu Dhabi yeah not much happened uh it's just a very emotional one because of the ending of course and knowing that the season has stopped and there are four drivers leaving that's just really emotional oh yeah I forgot who who would join uh Haas but I'll remember but the race itself wasn't really yeah the race itself wasn't really special. No. Um, I think we'll end this on a well, a positive but sad note. But would you like to do the honors? Yes, I will. We as Pitsock are very sad to see Seth go, but for everything he brought to the sport. Of course, from all his years, we'd like to say, Danke Sepp. Danke Sepp. <laughs>